Welcome to the Project Timothy podcast, where we give you tips and practical bits to help you grow in the Lord. The heart of the Project Timothy podcast is to talk about all of the supernatural things in a super practical way. We'll tell some stories, share some heart-learned lessons, and inspire you to impact those around you for his kingdom. So I want to extend to you a personal invitation to go get some coffee, water, tea, matcha, whatever you need. Grab your Bible, grab a notebook, grab a pen, and a friend, because it's about to get real good. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm not actually going to be teaching on anything in this podcast per se. But what I am going to do is tell you the story about why and how I moved to Texas. So if you know me in real life, you know that I lived in Florida for seven years. I went to Bible school down in Tampa, Florida. And I lived there for seven years before the Lord spoke to me to move to Fort Worth, Texas, to go to the church that I go to now. And when I tell this story, it's always like super wild to people. They're like, I can't believe that you moved like for your church like that. That's like the wildest thing I've ever heard. And if you go back and listen to another podcast that I recorded um, a little while back about finding a good church to go to you'll know why I don't think that it's crazy at all to move for a church. Actually, I think it's probably one of the best decisions that you could make moving for um, a healthy church community. Not that the church that I was at previously was like unhealthy or anything, but it just wasn't the forever place that the Lord wanted me to be. And it's funny because, you know, when I first started releasing episodes for the podcast, I had like this list in a notebook of like what the first 10 episodes were going to be like and what I was going to talk about. And then I had this whole plan. Okay. If you know me, you know, I'm a planner. If you don't know me, you're going to get to know me. I'm a planner. I'm a type A. I'm uh, all of the things in that category kind of person. And the Lord has just really been crushing my plans. Like the last episode that I recorded was out of order. It it was a part of the those initial first 10 episodes, but it wasn't it wasn't the the episode that was supposed to come out next and you know, it's funny, you know, you can tell the Lord all the time, Lord, it'll never be mine, it'll always be yours. Um or you can say, Lord, you can have it, you know, this is the Lord's podcast, you can do whatever you want and then you make these plans and when the Lord's like change your plans, you're like, "Wait, but like I planned for this." Um but it's a, it's a great reminder to, you know, to stay submitted to the Lord. And the Lord told me to talk about, you know, why I moved to Texas and what that process looked like. And really this podcast, I, I guess, from like a teaching kind of standpoint is really going to come down to like ways that you can hear God um, and, you know, the different types of ways that God can speak to you. Um, and how waiting on the Lord's timing and really seeking after the will of God not only helps you to grow, but gets you to a place where you can trust that what you're hearing is from the Lord and you can really learn how to hear his voice and walk out and walk into the things that he has for you. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, Whether you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, which most of you guys listen to the podcast on, or you are watching on YouTube. Uh, Welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see 
um, that I have this Stanley cup. Let me tell you guys the story really quick about the Stanley. I'm telling you, this is a different kind of podcast. I'm really uh, breaking away from my normal, structured, polished podcasting to just be like be real honestly like I, I always want the podcast to be real um I typically have like pages and pages of notes um I have my iPad here um today because I just I know this story obviously like this is my story um or part of my story so I I, like, I, I know generally what I want to talk about but there's a couple things that I do want to interject in. So I've got the iPad here uh, on 6%. It's really great. Love that for me. But let me tell you this story really quick. Okay, so I've been like putting off getting a Stanley. If if you know me, I keep saying this, but I'm a big advocate for water. I love drinking water. I drink water all day, every day. Uh, my best friend and I argue consistently, hi G, about who drinks more water uh it's me but I love water okay and I have this water bottle that I got from my old job when I used to sell smart homes and I've had that water bottle for years okay it's covered in stickers I love it it was like my little emotional support water bottle for a really long time but it doesn't fit in a cup holder you know it's big it's kind of clunky the, the straw at the top was starting to get a little crusty and you know everyone's been seeing these Stanley Cups all over the internet and I I'm like the anti-hype person like I I can't stand hype things I don't like I just don't like it if it's like on the internet and everyone's telling you to go get it I just won't go get it just just to be that guy but I kept seeing this cup and I'm like there's no way like I have two yetis I've got this other cup like I don't need another water bottle okay but then my my Insta friend posted that she went and found the last Stanley Cup in Las Vegas. And it was like this beautiful, brilliant white color. And every time I looked for a Stanley, like I had looked a few times. I thought about it a few times, not going to lie. And every time I looked for this cup, they never had it like in a color that I liked, you know, and I was like, well, I'm not going to spend the money on the cup if I'm not going to get exactly what I want out of it. You know what I mean? So I'm just not going to go buy it. So she posted this cup. It's like this limited edition, like white color. I'm like, the, the thing's perfect. It's 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 got like this really pretty, like almost, it's not like rose gold, but it's kind of like a chromey with like a hint of gold in it, like rim. And like the Stanley is like the same kind of color. Anyway, she posted that she went and, you know, found this cup. And, you know, I'm sitting at home. It's a Sunday night. And I'm like, well, I don't think that the Lord, like, loves her more than me. So let me go see if I can go try to, like, find this cup. So I went to my local Target. They didn't have it. They were, like, completely out of stock. And I looked, and the last cup is in Plano. And if you know the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Plano is, like, almost an hour away from where I live. Like, it's not close. And it was the only store that said that they had this cup in stock. So I go to this target in Plano and I'm like all right I'm gonna see if I can go find the cup you know like I'm 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 caving in at this point like let's just go get the cup and I get to the target okay it's not in the aisle that they said it was supposed to be in there's like bowls and like cheese platters in this aisle I'm like where's the cups there's not a single Stanley cup in sight and it says that there's four available so I'm like okay well where's the cup 
I go to the little kiosk to, you know, go type in Stanley Cup, try to look up the cup. It's not there. It's just, it's just not there. And it, and it says that there's no, there's none in stock. And I'm like, Lord, Lord, my Jesus, my Savior, there's no way that I just drove all the way to this play now trusting this Target app and they don't have this cup in stock. And I couldn't find anybody that worked there. I'll, I mean, in their defense, it was like, you know, they're about to close in like 20 minutes. But, you know, I couldn't find anyone. So I finally find, find this lady and I'm like, hey, uh, do you guys have this cup? Because it says that you have it, but the, the kiosk says you don't have it. I don't know. And she's like, oh, she's like, I think we have like one more, but we, we keep them in the back because they're so popular. And I'm like, she's like, I'll go look. And I'm like, okay, you know? And she comes back with this cup. And let me tell you, on my face lit up. I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. She's like, seeing your face getting this cup has like made my night. And I was like, I drove so far for this. Last Stanley in Fort Worth, last Stanley in Dallas, last Stanley in the Metroplex, and I copped it. So love the Stanley. I, I do think that it's better than the Yeti. I think it's 100% worth the hype. I wanted, I wanted it to be overrated. Unfortunately, it's not overrated. So uh, that's my shameless plug. This podcast is not sponsored by Stanley, but if you guys want to sponsor me, hit your girl up. Um, but anyway, so let's get into this, okay? Because I think that the Lord really wants to like dismantle the lie that it's hard to hear from him. I think that the Lord wants to d dismantle th this story um, that I'm about to share about, you know, how and why I moved to Texas, uh, you know, for my church and everything. Um, and I think also that the Lord is speaking to some of you to move. Like, the Lord's been talking to some of you about direction, and maybe you've been wondering if, like, you're hearing God. Maybe you've been wondering, you know, how you can trust that you're hearing the voice of God, how it's not just your desires that you're following, how you know for sure that it's the Lord. And I just want this podcast to encourage you. Um, <clears throat> this is a is I, I think that it's a pretty cool story. Um, it was something that was a long time in the making. And it's like every kind of step of the way in this story unfolding was really like me just taking my time with the Lord, you know, not rushing God, not not really rushing where I was at, not you know, leaving a place too soon, not leaving too early, um, learning how to say no, learning the difference between like what's good and what's God, learning how to honor and to leave a place in honor. I mean, so many things. So if we're going to tell the full story, which we are, um, we have to go back to 2016. Okay. So I had just finished Bible school um, I had done three years in Bible school in Tampa, Florida. I had just finished Bible school and I <clears throat> had gotten licensed into the ministry. And, you know, being young, I was I was young, younger than I am now at the time. I don't remember how old I was, which is why I say that. <laughs> but, you know, like I was pretty young, like when I finished Bible school, like in my early, early-ish 20s. 
And I remember, um, like, 24 or something. And, you know, I remember being like, okay, I'm going to finish Bible school. I'm going to go into the ministry and go preach and, you know, have all these crusades and, like, do all this stuff. And that did not happen immediately out of Bible school. And, you know, you kind of have, like, a little bit of an identity crisis where you're kind of like, okay, I left home. I left everything to come do this. And, you know, now what? Like, now what do I do? And I remember... um, when I finished Bible school, the Lord, you know, spoke to me and said, you know, like, this place isn't going to be the place that you're going to be forever. Um, you know, I I have other places that I want for you to go. And I remember saying to the Lord, like, okay, where are we going? You know, I was expecting it to be in that moment. And it, just a side note, there's a, there's a book that I read that year that I, I revisit often. And if you want you know, more insight into what direction from the Lord looks like, I highly suggest that you go read Understanding Divine Direction by David Oyedepo. That book, that book is a whole testimony in itself, but we're not going to talk about that today. But yeah, so I finished Bible school. The Lord told me that my current church wasn't going to be my forever home um, and that, you know, he wanted to take me on this journey. And I'm like, okay, Lord, sure. And this is the thing, you know, when I finished Bible school, I definitely had like opportunities that came up. I definitely had things that um, I, I could have done. You know, I did a little bit of traveling with the ministry, did, um, you know, travel with a couple different ministries, you know, just helping with, you know, media and graphic design and things like that. And just like, gaining insight and gaining knowledge into like what life on the road was like as a minister because at the time I thought that's what I was going to be doing in the near future uh you know I had churches that were like hey you know you can come serve with us you can move here you can move there my best friends were starting a church in California they wanted me to come out there and when you're like 24 you know no kids no like real like responsibility where like if you fail you can fail forward or like if you mess up you know it's really not that big of a deal because the only person that like you're really accounting for is yourself it can be really easy to like want to go and do everything or want to go and try to do everything but something that I was super adamant about and like I still am to this day is that I don't want to move outside of the Lord I don't want to do things just because it sounds good or just because it could, you know, get me in a in a room or get me in a place or because that person's really popular. Like, I really could care less about any of that. Like, I want to be where the Lord wants me to be and I want to be in the will of God. And at that time, I could have went anywhere. I could have went to California. I could have went to New York. I was thinking about moving to Washington State. I was thinking about... DC, you know, I was thinking about another side of Florida. I was thinking about moving to Paris. Like, I was ready to go. Okay. I was ready to get out there and do it all. Um, but I wanted the Lord in it. I I understood enough to know that like I wanted to have the favor of God over my life. And I wanted to know that I knew that I knew that I knew that wherever I was at, it was the place that the Lord had called me to be because where the Lord calls you is where the blessing is. 
you know, when God found Abraham and he said, and he told him, hey, leave the land that you're living in and go to this place that I'll show you. And when Abraham got up and he left and he went to that place that the Lord showed him, it was in that place that the Lord said, blessing, I will bless you and I'll make you a father of many nations. Um, and there's something to be said of that, of going to the place it is that the Lord's calling you to go to, going where it is that God is sending you to go because his favor and his blessing is there. His favor and his blessing over my life is here in Fort Worth, Texas, a place that I never thought I was ever going to live. I never wanted to live in Texas, okay? I did not like Texas. My childhood best friend lives here. My godmom lives here. I said good on them, but Texas is way too hot most of the time. It's way too flat. Y'all ain't got no hills. Y'all got tornadoes, and then it's hailing, and then it's hot, then it's cold, and I ain't got time for that. And Texas loves Texas, okay? Y'all Texans, y'all are something else. Texas really should just become its own country at this point because y'all love y'all some of y'all which is fine. You know, y'all love y'all barbecue, y'all love Whataburger, and the barbecue's okay. Whataburger ain't it, but it's fine. You know, we're here. We are, um, what's the word? What are we doing? We're assimilating. <laughs> it is fine, you know? Uh, but anyway, I, I never thought that I would live in Texas. Like that, if, of all the places that, you know, was on my list, Texas was not it. And I'll tell you about how Texas came into my heart um, here in just a bit. But so anyway, back to the story. It's 2016. I had just finished Bible school. I'm like, okay, Lord, what are we doing? Where are we going? Um, in 2017, I quit my job at Chick-fil-A. I worked at Chick-fil-A for a really long time. I quit my job at Chick-fil-A. I started traveling during the summer to uh, work for an alarm company. So I was selling alarm systems door to door, basically across the country in Utah. And I remember in 2017, just thinking like, how did I get here? Like, why are we going backwards? Or so I thought, you know, it's like, I'm called to the ministry. I'm called to preach. I'm called to write books. I'm called to, you know, do all these things. Um, why am I out here in, you know, 90 degree weather in the middle of Utah selling alarms door to door? Like how, like, how did I, how did I get here? And when I, when I was doing some reflection to like, you know, write some notes on this story and like what I really wanted to share, you know, a practical tip in, in this part of the story for me is that Things are not always as linear as you want them to be when it comes to the call of God or the will of God for your life. Like the Lord may show you something that's for 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you know, and not everything is right now. And it's okay to move slowly. You don't have to do everything all at once, you know, like the Lord is... The Lord is everywhere all at once, but you know, it's not everything everywhere all at once. It's not the Lord called me to do, you know, A, B, C, and D, and it's got to happen right now. Like things take time. Don't be afraid to let things marinate. Don't be afraid to just like sit, process with the Lord, you know, take your time, grow, 
mature, build character. And when I look back at, you know, the four years that I spent uh, selling alarms, you know, I, I see what the Lord was doing. You know, he was teaching me discipline. He was exposing things in my character that like I needed to figure out and get right because, you know, when you're at church all the time, 24-7, living in the church bubble, and, you know, that's all that you do and that's all that you're around all the time, it's super easy to really think that like you got it all together and to think that like, you know, you're this like model Christian or whatever. And then you get, you get back into the real world and you get... You, you you get put around regular people who don't necessarily believe what you believe, don't hold to the same faith as you. And you really can see how much, you know, you really actually love the Lord and how much, you know, of the, the Lord has really transformed you. And I realized during that time that I had, I had some things that I needed to change. Okay. I had some things in my character I needed to get right. I had things in my attitude I needed to get right. I had things in my habits that I thought were dead, that were not dead. You know, my flesh was flying off the altar, all right? Like, you know, flying. And and that time really taught me that. So, you know, don't be afraid to let the Lord do deep work. Um, don't be afraid to not have it all figured out right this second like the lord will reveal things in his time everything will work out for the good of those who love him god has plans for you god wants to prosper you you know it took david 30 years to become king you know we all want to be a superstar the next day but god god builds and sometimes he builds slowly and I don't, you know, when it comes to like the grand scheme of life, like I don't really want to be a shooting star. You know, I don't want to be like here today, gone tomorrow. I want to, I want to last. I want to be someone who burns for the Lord for a long time. You know, I want roots that are rooted down deep. And if, and if it looks like on the surface that nothing's happening, then I'll let it look like that. I don't really care what it looks like to you, to be honest. You know, I care about what pleases the Lord. And in that season, that's what pleased the, please the Lord. So 2017, I started working in the alarm industries that led me to spending a lot more time traveling. I was, you know, driving my car across the country because I was a manager and, you know, had to have car group and all these things. So when the summer was over, because I was already so far west, I would often take a road trip. So I would either travel back to the DMV area to go visit my mom and I would stay with her for, you know, a month or whatever before I went back down to Florida but in 2018, I took this road trip. I, t I left Utah and I took this road trip up to Seattle because I've been wanting to go to Seattle for a really long time. And I was going to drive down I-5 until I got into L.A. and stay in San Bernardino for a few days with my best friend who had just moved out there to go start a church. And then I was going to travel back across I-10 um, toward Florida and then end up back in Florida and that was going to be my little post summer trip that year so I decided um on that trip that I was going to stop in Texas for a week for my birthday so like I said my, my godmom lives here in Fort Worth so I was staying with her for a week and I was and at that point you know I was asking the Lord all the time because remember two years before this Lord told me that 
I was going to end up moving and that I wasn't going to be in Tampa forever. And, you know, I'm like, Lord, where are we going? You know, I was asking the Lord all the time, where are we going? What are we doing? What do you want me to do? And I wasn't really getting anything. You know, the Lord wasn't like, yes, this is the thing. This is the thing. It was just kind of like the Lord was just talking to me about what he was calling me to do. He was talking to me about the Sabbath rest. He was talking to me about the prophetic, just you know, the Lord was just talking to me, but he wasn't telling me to to go anywhere. And, you know, when again, when things would come up and people would present me with opportunities, you know, to come move and and join them in in their ventures in ministry. I never got the all clear from the Lord. And, you know, at times it was definitely frustrating. I felt like there's all these people around me. They're all doing these things. I don't look like I'm doing anything. And that's another thing, like, stop caring what other people think about what it is that you are or are not doing. Are you hearing the Lord and are you obeying what the Lord is saying? If you are, that's success, okay? Failure is disobeying the Lord, not even adding God into the equation. Success is hearing God to the best of your ability and obeying God the best you can as quickly as possible. Um, So that's just a a little encouragement um, for you. So I was in Texas for a week. It was the week of my birthday. I decided that I wanted to spend my birthday at Upper Room. So I went over to Dallas like every day for these prayer sets because if you know Upper Room, you know they do these these prayer sets. I don't know if they still do them as much anymore. Maybe they do. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm in Dallas at these prayer sets. Had a beautiful birthday week. You know, met the met some people who took me out for my birthday they they bought me like a little vegan cupcake like everyone in the lobby like sang me happy birthday and I felt so loved I was like wow like this community is awesome and that was something that I was really praying about um when it came to the next church that I was going to be a part of or the next house that I was going to serve I really wanted to be in a place that really fostered community and that really like fostered just being like gathering and like being together and and fellowshipping and and things like that like that was something that was really important to me and that's so that's something that really stood out when I went to upper room I was like wow like this is amazing like I feel so seen I feel so loved like this is incredible um maybe like lord could this be the place like can I you know come join upper room and the lord was like no this isn't the place and again like I told you guys earlier Texas was never somewhere that I was that was on my radar like I was not thinking about Texas at all until this week this week that I spent in Texas I was like I remember leaving Texas and like on my way back to Florida and I was like man I could really see myself living here one day but there's so many churches there's so many places that like I could go I like I don't want to go and move here unless you tell me where it is that I'm supposed to be because you already told me it's not upper room so you know I like I'm not really going to act on it I'll just kind of like put it you know in my back pocket keep it in the back of my mind and you know we'll see what the Lord does so I got back to Florida I told my pastor about this experience that I had in Texas and how I could see myself living there and how you know but I didn't want to leave until the Lord released me um and you know she was with it 100 percent. she was you know we had already been talking about 
me leaving Tampa and, you know, the right opportunity coming and the right doors opening for me to move into the next phase of my life. And at this point, you know, from a reflection standpoint, just as like a practical tip when it comes to, you know, hearing God and listening to God telling you to to do something or to go somewhere, um, you need to have wide, wise counsel in your life. You need to be surrounded by people that you trust, that know you, that you're accountable to, people that can tell you no, people that can pray with you, war with you, agree with you. Like you need to have wise counsel in your life. You need to have leaders, mentors, pastors in your life that can really agree with you, speak into things with you, um, process things with you. And when you're in the process of leaving a place, especially if you're like super involved in a church or, you know, you're super involved um, in a ministry, you know, maybe like a like an evangelist ministry or, or whatever. Um, if you're going to come to a place where you know that you're going to be leaving, it's super important that you leave in honor. I think part of the reason that the Lord waited or like had me wait before he really like showed the fullness of where he was calling me to one was because I at this point in 2018 mercy culture was still being like thought of like it was in like the inception stages um you know there was no building I think they were probably like having teen nights in 2018 or something like that so like wasn't really even like a thing then um but also the Lord had to do work in my heart because you know I had been in situations you know since I had been in ministry and doing things in ministry and in church and in Bible school that like I was hurt by and I was offended by and the Lord really I remember the Lord like really dealing with me in 2018 and 2019 about like getting the bitterness out getting the offense out getting the hurt out getting whatever you know whatever things that I felt should have been different or should have been handled differently or whatever and really dealing with me on that like you're not gonna leave this house on like unblessed like you're not gonna leave here from a place of pain you're gonna leave here from a place of joy and you're gonna leave here in honor um so if you're in a season where you know the lord may be pulling you out of an environment that maybe wasn't like the healthiest for you or an environment where maybe you feel like you got hurt I want to encourage you you know like please 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 don't leave an offense don't leave bad mouth in the pastor or bad mouth in the people on staff or bad mouth in the community or whatever like leave an honor settle it in your spirit sell it with the Lord forgive who you need to forgive have hard conversations if you need to have them, but go in peace, go in grace, go in honor, um, be blessed, you know, um, be be a blessing on on your way out. Um, so started talking to my pastor about how I was, you know, thinking about Texas and, you know, praying into it and all of these things. Um, and then in 2019, 
the Lord kept talking to me about these concepts. And I had written down, I think in 2018, a list of things that like I wanted in a church environment. You know, it was kind of like, Lord, if I could make the perfect place, this is what I would love to have. And I wanted a place that had a really strong community. I wanted to be at a place that like house creatives, house people that, you know, felt called to media and entertainment and, you know, uh, a place where I could really like blossom in my creativity because that was something that was like super important to me um, as as much as preaching and stuff was. Uh, I felt like media was something that the Lord was also calling me to. And I wanted to be in a place where I could really thrive in that. Um, I wanted a place where I could be accountable. I wanted a place that um, was obviously, you know, presence driven, you know, filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, And I wanted a place that, you know, I could get super practical preaching on the meat of the word of God, you know, not, and I wanted a place where I could grow in the prophetic. Those were the things that I had you know, told the Lord and like written down that like I wanted in a church and that I wanted in the community that was that I was going to be a part of. And in 2019, the Lord really started stirring this in my heart and stirring these desires in my heart. And I was really praying into some of these concepts because some of these things like the Sabbath and things like that were not really like a part of the culture of the church that I was that I was currently at at the time. Um, so there wasn't really like any anyone that I could really talk to about it or like ask questions about it because it just wasn't really like a part of our ML. Like it wasn't a part of that church's, you know, DNA. Um, but it was something that the Lord was really speaking to my heart. And I wanted, you know, I wanted more of that. So it's 2019. I'm on Instagram because, you know, love Instagram. <laughs> Um, I'm on Instagram and someone posts this Q&A from my current pastor and the question was about rest and the answer that he gave was about the Sabbath. And I remember going to his profile because I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's talking about the Sabbath. Like the Lord's been talking to me about that. Like what does he have to say? I want to know. So, you know, I go to his Instagram, I'm looking around I see that, you know, he's the pastor of this place called Mercy Culture. Um, and I'm like, what is this? So, you know, I, I did naturally what most people do. And, you know, I started stalking a little bit. You know, I'm like looking at the the Mercy Culture Instagram. And then I find this creative community, um, Axel. Shout out Axel Creative Co. Um, you should go follow them. Um, I find this creative community. I'm like, what is this wonderland? They have creative community. They're talking about the Sabbath rest. They're talking about discipleship. They're talking about health and and all these values and daily personal encounters and connecting with God. And like, I just became kind of obsessed low key. So the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, you know, I'm following this page. I had actually never listened to a message at this point, but I'm just like following the page and like, you know, starting to like follow people that were popping up all the time, you know, from from this community. And I was getting ready for work. 
uh, one day. Like, I was just preparing for the summer. I was going out to Utah again. This is uh, this is April 2020. You know, the pandemic had hit. Everything was shut down. But we were still going to go sell alarms. So I decided that I wanted to watch a, a sermon um, while I was working. And I said, okay, well, I want to listen to something different today. You know, I'm not going to do, like, Kenneth Hagin or anything. And I'm like, let's see what this guy has to say. You know, this... My 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 now pastor said, well, you know, let's see what he's got going on. You know, they've got like fog machines and flags over there at Mercy Culture. They might be like seeker sensitive. You never know. Like you, you never really know. You got to discern the spirits, you know, just like all the super spiritual stuff that like we 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 say. But, you know, so anyway, I, I, I decided to turn on the sermon. It, it, the sermon was on hearing God. I'm like, I love to hear the Lord, you know, I want the Lord to speak to me. So let's see what he has to say about hearing God. And halfway through the, halfway through the sermon, he mentions how he was on the phone that week with my pastor. And I'm like, okay, well, I know my pastor and I know that he is not dealing with flaky people. And what this guy is saying is good. Like, this is really good. And so like that that just kind of like caught my attention because spiritual DNA is something that I care about, you know, like what do you mean by spiritual DNA? It's not necessarily like denomination, but like impartations of faith that come from generations um, of ministers. And it's almost like being cut from the same cloth, like speaking the same language, believing in the same kinds of things theologically and biblically, like that was important to me, you know, because you can be a part of the stripping church, but you can believe in some things that may be a little new agey. And I'm not really down with that. You know, I want I wanted to be in an environment that was founded in the word, sound in the word, sound on the word of God, not doing anything weird. So that that was important. And the at that time they had moved into this building and the, the pastor of the building that we're now in would come to Tampa all the time. So it was like these little connections that I was like, huh, okay, so he knows my pastor. He grew up in my pastor's meetings when he used to be a traveling evangelist. He's in a building that, you know, used to be owned by another pastor who I know who was in Tampa. And these were like, these were like little green lights from the Lord. At this point, you know, I wasn't even... At this point, I don't even think I was really even thinking about like, oh, I should move to like Fort Worth and like go to Mercy Culture. But I I know like the wheels were starting to turn where I was like, huh, interesting. The Lord's been talking to me about this stuff for a while now. The Lord's been like putting these desires in my heart for a while now for like these kinds of environments and these kinds of things, these kinds of topics. And now I turn on this message out of all the messages that they have up on this YouTube, I turn on this message and in the message, he mentions my pastor. Like, out of all the messages I could have heard, out of all of the sermons I could have turned on, I turned on this one. And he's talking about how he grew up in my pastor's meetings when he was a kid. Like, interesting, you know? Like, there's no coincidences. God doesn't always talk to us, you know, in big, spectacular moments. It's not always the audible voice of God, understanding divine direction, understanding the direction of the Lord, which is what we're talking about here. This this whole story is how God speaks, the different ways that God talks to you. 
and how you can discern the will of God for for your life and what the Lord wants for you through through faith and through trust and through paying attention to the things that may seem inconsequential or they may seem like coincidences i don't really believe in coincidences i don't think coincidences are a thing i think when you see something that may seem like a coincidence pay attention you know it's like a pay attention moment it's a moment for you to say okay god what are you saying lord what are you doing lord where are we going lord what do you want lord what's your heart in this right now what do you have to say about the situation right now and, I, and it's funny, like, God will speak. He may not speak in the way that you, you're you wanting him to speak, but he will speak. Um, he will show you. He will reveal it to you, whether it's in a dream, it's in a vision, it's in that that random, quote-unquote, you know, I'm using air quotes for those of you who are not watching on YouTube. Um, it You know, in those random moments, in those, huh, interesting moments, those are the things that you got to pay attention to. Those are the things that you got to say, hmm, okay, speak, Lord, you know, speak, Lord, I'm listening. Speak, Lord, like, what are you saying? Speak, Lord, what are you doing? Um, and so in that moment, I have one of those moments where I'm like, huh, okay, speak. So I watched this one message. I was leaving a few weeks later to go to Utah, um, and I decided that on my road trip to Utah, I, I usually took, like, three three to four days to get there um that i was going to listen to every sermon that this church had out so i started all the way back in 2019 at the very first podcast that they put out and i listened to every single episode and it turned into this like fasting road trip because i like forgot to eat the first day and then i was like so engrossed in these podcasts that i was like well i'm just gonna fast and pray on my way to like summer and you know listen to these podcasts and you know like as the days went by the more I listened the more I was like man like this place like you know like something's stirring in my spirit like I I like what I'm hearing like I like this and I and I and I finally asked the Lord you know I was like Lord like could this be the place after looking for four years after praying for four years about where you were taking me and where you wanted me to go, like after crying out for like what felt like forever about the next phase of my life, tearing up y'all, <laughs> you know, I, I'm i like, could this be it? And I was leaving Fort Collins, Colorado. I was about 60 miles from the Utah border. I'm listening to this sermon and, you know, Pastor Landon says, uh, people message me all the time and they say, when I see your church on Instagram, it makes me want to move. And I tell them, well, then move. And in that moment, I knew I had found the place. I, I it, it was like something clicked in my spirit. And I knew, I knew that I knew that I knew that this is where the Lord was calling me to. And and like, I'm, I'm crying because like I said at the beginning, the blessing of God 
in the favor of God is where he's called you to. And if you just take the time to listen to the Lord, to hear the Lord, if you take the time to tell the Lord, Lord, I want what you want. And I want to be where you are. I want to be where you want me to be. It's incredible what the Lord can do with your life. And it's incredible the Lord, where the Lord will take you to. You know, moving here um, has been this Rehoboth for me. It's been this wide open space. You know, all of the things that I was frustrated about in my 20s and all the things that this this version of myself that I could see that I could see myself being but like I knew that I wasn't yet is being actualized in this phase of my life and it's because of this house and it's because of where the Lord has brought me to um and if I hadn't have waited on the Lord if I hadn't sought the Lord, if I had just taken that opportunity or taken this opportunity because it looked good, I would have missed God. And I'm so thankful that the Lord kept me. And I'm so thankful that, you know, the Lord put this fortitude in me to not go unless he said to go, to not care about the clout, to not care about trying to make something for myself, to not care about making my name great, to not care about whether or not I had a microphone, to not care about what it looked like to everybody else. I'm so thankful that the Lord took me on this journey, and I'm so thankful that it's led me here. Um, it's so important to to wait on the Lord. It's so important to see the winks of God, so to speak, to see the things that feel like the coincidences and to listen to what the Lord is saying, but not moving unless he says to move, not going unless he says to go, you know, staying where he says to stay, getting your house in order, getting your life in order, uh, letting things take its time to, to marinate and to be before you before you step out before you move letting things take its time to be you know it's super important to learn how to test things by the spirit it's super important to learn how to discern what the holy spirit is saying and you may be saying like okay well how do i test things by the spirit jazz and how do i know what it is that the holy spirit's saying how do how do i know that i can that i can trust that it's god and it really it comes down to learning how to have an intimate relationship with the Lord, learning how to hear the voice of God for yourself, firstly through his word, because the Bible is the word of God, you know, and the word of God is Jesus. The Bible is God talking to you. Um, and if you want more information on how the Bible can lead you to victory and how the Bible is beneficial for your life, you can go listen to Six Ways the Bible Guarantees Your Victory um, uh, on the on the spotify or on um, apple podcast but you learn how to hear the voice of god first in his word because the the bible is god's known will for you the bible is the will of god it's god's known will for you and when you can learn how to hear god's voice through the word of god 
it then becomes easier to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life for the things that are not in the Bible but pertain to you. Like nowhere in the Bible does it say and you know, in 2020, Jasmine will move to Texas, thus saith the Lord. That's not in there. I had to speak that out, you know. It's God's honor to conceal a thing. It's the honor of kings to search things out. It's our honor and our pleasure to go seek the Lord on things. You know, God says, come to me and I'll answer you and I'll tell you deep and hidden things that you don't know. The Bible says that we have an unction from the Holy One and that we know all things. The Bible says that he has a plan and a will for our life plans to prosper us and are to harm us, to give us hope in a future. The Bible says that it's brighter and brighter for us. The Bible says that God gives us the desires of our hearts. He puts his desires in our hearts specifically so that he can then go and fulfill those desires. You know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit teaches us all things, that the Bible says that we can come to God and ask him anything and he'll answer us. All of these things are in the word of God. All of these things God wants to be reminded of. He wants you to remind him that he's a good father. He wants you to remind him that he's leading you. He knows he's leading you, but he loves to hear it come out of your mouth. Why? Because it builds your faith. And when you build your faith, you build your trust in the Lord. And when you build your trust in the Lord, it gives you more faith to then go out and trust God even more. And the louder that you make your spirit man, the quieter all the other voices will become. The more time you spend in the word, the more time that you spend in prayer the more time that you spend seeking out what god has to say it becomes easier and easier for you to know god is speaking to me versus i'm saying this versus the enemy is speaking to me fears trying to talk to me doubts trying to talk to me you know if there's a lie you know it's not from god because the bible says that god can't lie and Satan's the father of lies. So anytime, you know, a doubting thought comes, you're you're anxious, you're depressed, you're feel you're fearful, you're scared, any of those things, you know that that's not the Lord and you can silence that by speaking what the Bible says and what God says above whatever that lie says because nothing can stand up against the word of God. Everything will fade away but my word will not pass away is what the lord says you know the bible says that not a single jot or tittle will be moved you know that his word is forevermore his word is the final authority jesus is the final authority god has the final say in everything so you can learn how to hear god's voice and you can learn how to discern what the lord has to say by having a relationship with him like really being intimate with the Lord, like really get serious, get serious about your relationship with God, get serious about wanting to be in his will, get serious about the things that you may sing in church or that you may say, you know, like prove it, do it, like tell the Lord to prove himself by you working the word, you know, not like you know, God, if you could make, you know, an Audi fall from heaven, like, I want that car, <laughs> you know, but like, the things that you're believing God for, that you're contending for in your life, like, make a big deal about making Jesus your number one. Make a big deal about making God your number one priority. 
and watch what happens in your life. You, your, your life will never be the same again. You will never be the same again. So I want to encourage you. That's, you know, that's how you can discern and, you know, hear the voice of God, um, get intimate with the Lord. But, you know, so, you know, the Lord spoke. I finished out the summer. I joined Mercy Culture Online. I called my pastor, told her I found the place. We rejoiced. I, I finished the summer. I drove back to Florida, you know, packed all my stuff, went up to go see my mom. And then it was sayonara from there. And um, I I found a place on from like an apartment rental service. And uh, I moved to to Texas in November of 2020. And I've been here ever since. And my life has been incredible ever since I've grown so much. Um, the Lord is clearly now releasing me to do things that I saw in the spirit 10 years ago. Um, and the place that I'm at is every single thing that I told the Lord in that little list all those years ago, um, about where I wanted to be, um, growing my giftings, uh, I'm doing more things creatively than, you know, than I've done in a really, really long time in there for the kingdom, which is even better. And I'm thriving out here with my Stanley Cup. Um, so that's it. That's the episode. Um, you know, I want to encourage you if you feel like the Lord is calling you right now to move somewhere new and you're afraid you're scared because maybe you've been where you're at for a really long time maybe you're just really comfortable where you're at in the thought of doing something new you know doing something that feels uncharted feels scary to you just go do it scared if you're scared do it scared I can't really say that like I was scared you know moving to Texas I've been dropping things and moving for the Lord for a long time. And, you know, I'll tell some of those stories another day. But, yeah, you know, I'm quick to just, I got to go. The Lord said, deuces. Um, but if you're scared, do it scared. You know, invite someone into the process with you. If the Lord's been speaking to you, but you don't have the fullness, don't move yet. You know, don't don't go before the Lord. Keep it before the Lord. Remember, guys, I waited I, I waited and I prayed and I processed for four years before I had the fullness of my answer. You know, I had I had part of it in 2018, you know, when I felt like I could see Texas being home where the Lord turned my heart toward this place. You know, I had part of it in 2019, 2020, when the Lord started speaking, you know, to me about these different concepts and these different things that he wanted to impart into me. And it all came to a head. 60 miles outside the Utah border where I hear someone say a phrase and it drops in my spirit that it was time for me to go. And then I obeyed. So again, success is hearing God and obeying. And it's been a great success. It's been a wonderful success uh, following the Lord and serving the Lord. It pays to serve the Lord. It pays to wait on the Lord. It pays to seek Jesus. It pays to be in the will of God. And I want you in the will of God. I want you chasing after Jesus with everything that you have and waiting on the Lord and not being afraid 
to not care about what anyone else has to say about where you're at or about what you're doing, but hearing what the Lord says. Um, so that's it for this week's episode. I want to thank every single person who has been subscribing to YouTube, who's been listening to the podcast, who's been sharing it on your Instagrams, sharing it on social media. You have no idea how much it blesses me to hear you guys reach out and tell me how the podcast is encouraging you or how it's something that you need to hear. Um, I love knowing that the podcast is having um, an impact on on the kingdom and, you know, on, on God's children. So please, um, I read every single message and respond to every single message that you guys send me. So if the podcast is impacting you or, you know, um, it's been encouraging you, I want to hear about it. Um, I mean what I say. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment. Let me know how the podcast um, is impacting you. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know where you're listening from. Um, and let me know what you guys want to hear about. You know, I will, I'll take it before the Lord and probably we'll get to it eventually. Um, so yeah, I want to know what you guys want to hear about on the podcast. I know that this podcast was pretty different. Um, you, you'll probably see more podcasts in this kind of format. Um, still will definitely teach. Um, podcast is definitely for teaching, but again, it's whatever the Lord wants to do. And today it was sharing this testimony. I did not expect to cry, did not expect to, uh, get emotional there in the middle, but you know, church was pretty wild for me today. So it kind of makes sense that I'm a little bit of a wreck, but we're out here. We're doing it. Um, I love you guys so much rooting for you and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on this week's podcast. If you have anything that resonated with you, we want to hear from you. For more resources, encouragement, and to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram at Project Timothy Podcast and on Facebook at Project Timothy Podcast. We want to invite you to like, subscribe, and review this episode. Share this podcast with a friend and let us know how it's impacted you. We'll see you next time. And remember, you were created for signs and wonders.